listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? John Apemby here with Justin Fensterman bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Wednesday evening, previewing Thursday six game main slate. Uh, and Fancy, it is a good one. A lot of star power in these six games we got crammed in here. We got Giannis, Harden, Luka, Jokic, Embiid, Vucevic even, Bradley Beal, Kawhi Leonard, and Russell Westbrook. Fence, like, loaded, loaded slate for just being six games. My friend, it's going to be hard to pick because unlike this slate where we hadn't had those 10k guys really for the most part now we've got a few that we actually have to choose from on this next slate so it'll be very interesting seeing what we're picking but i have a good feeling i know what direction we're going in i'm just wondering if we're afraid of a blowout between the magic and the nets <laughs> yeah there's definitely that possibility though eight and a half uh, spread i'm seeing john what is the spread eight and a half points yeah yeah you got the vegas stoles in front of you fancy why don't you run them down for us what other games are we looking at here absolutely so looking at to start you off at 7 p.m eastern you have dallas and philadelphia the Sixers safe favored by five and a half points with a 224 and a half total then you have the magic and the nets the nets favored by eight and a half 227 and a half there then you have the kings and the knicks the knicks favored by two points with a 223 total and then you have the Clippers favored by seven and a half going up against Memphis, 228 total. Then the Wizards at Denver facing the Nuggets, minus seven, 237 in a total there. And then finally, you have the Pelicans who are nine point underdogs to the Bucks, 240 total on that one. 240 total. That is, uh, that's juicy. That's, that's a juicy game total right there. A lot uh, of points. The Pelicans let up a lot of points. I, I knew that what we saw those first few weeks of the season was a facade because now we're seeing who they truly are, offense only. Yep, and they'll be on the second night of a back-to-back for them too. Pelicans play tonight on Wednesday, so uh, we'll see uh, how that ends up treating them though. Uh, they're facing the Pistons. They don't have Jeremy Grant, so it could be an early night for them anyways. Uh, maybe we'll help them rest up uh, against Milwaukee. But let's jump into it, Fensley, here. Uh, Luka Doncic at the top of the point guard slot, uh, $11,000 going up against Philadelphia. Um, opposite side of that matchup is the next price point guard in Ben Simmons. Though I haven't really been on Ben Simmons this year unless Joel Embiid has been ruled out. $9,400 still seems far too much for me um, for a guy that doesn't often, um, you know, doesn't really score as much as I would like him to. Uh, on a night tonight basis. So I think for me, it's either Luca at the top or we just look at the next tier with guys like Westbrook and Irving. This is a situation where you have to look at Ben Simmons game by game because these stats, when you look at them for the entire season, you would think, oh, why not go with this guy on a nightly basis? But as of late, when it comes to the assists, especially, the assists have been a little bit down. So with that, I mean, if he's not going to be getting as many assists, then I need ah. something else. I need some scoring. And so if he's not going to give consistent scoring, it's all over the place, man. And that's why I'm with you. I haven't really gone after ah. myself. Well, I mean, it seems like Maddie is uh, well within her uh, has Maddie, some does, Maddie does not like Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, you know what? Listen, uh, we, we've had podcasts where we go uh, with Zeus's call. That's James's dog on, on certain plays. And if Maddie is against Ben Simmons, then we're out of Ben Simmons here. Maddie uh, has a very good sense. I mean, she's a, K, she's a canine. She understands. She gets it. But she knows that with Ben Simmons, that offense – 
could be have a lower ceiling. She's smart. That's what happens when you hang out with me for as long as she has. It's true. It's true. And she's a is she a lab or a golden retriever? Which she's a golden retriever. They're smart dogs. So I mean, you know, they know they know exactly what they're what they're talking about here. Um, you know, Russell Westbrook has looked good um back-to-back games now for him. He had uh, nearly a triple double against the Clippers, 29 and 10. He had uh 32, 14, and 9 against the Lakers before that. Uh, he gets a Denver team, which he did triple-double against just a handful of nights ago, 12, 13, and 12. He's really playing well. And then opposite of him in that matchup, uh, Jamal Murray continues to tear it up. Last four games for Jamal Murray, kicking it off with that matchup against the Wizards. 59 fantasy points, 65 fantasy points, 44 and 50 the other night against Portland here. He's at $8,300. What are your thoughts on this point guard battle here between Westbrook and Murray. I mean, you don't think he's going to end up sitting, right? I mean, he has not sat yet. This is a five-game week for Westbrook. At some point, he's sitting. We saw him play the back-to-back in the 22nd, 23rd, but then you now have a situation where you think that he sits the following game, game number four of the week, because if you think he's going to play right now, I'm going right after Westbrook. Yeah, I I, I think that's fair. Um, I, I'm curious as to when it happens. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, we, don't, we I, as long as it's not I a back-to-back, I think it's okay. John, I have no reason to think that he's he's not going to play because, if anything, I would think that he would sit out the next, the second leg of the following back-to-back. So that would mean game number four. So with that, I, I think that he's going to play. And if he's in, then we're going after him. That's for certain. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. The way his current form has been fantastic. Uh, it'll be a good game stack there, I think. Uh, potentially between the two of them as well. Uh, and then, of course, the man I skipped, but not really intentionally, was Kyrie Irving. I mean, listen, we want the Nets. We want the Nets pretty much any slate. Kevin Durant still ruled out. Irving went for 44 against Sacramento. You know, Michael Carter-Williams, Evan Fournier, whoever, Frank Mason, whoever whoever's on Orlando right now playing point guard. I think it's, uh, it's a Cassius Winston. Like, they keep on switching out in the whatever the uh, – yeah, Cassius Winston's now – uh, no, not him. Uh, I, whoever they just signed, the uh, Orlando for point guard, they, none of them are stopping um, Kyrie Irving here. No, no one at all. Now the big question is, how much of the other statistics are you going to get? Because do we have to rely on the scoring? I mean, if look, you're going to tell me that he's going to be able to pull down five boards and still get a good amount of dimes and steals, I'm totally in on it. I just don't want him to be in scoring-dependent mode. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. You don't want just scoring – uh, he did tell a reporter recently he's a shooting guard and that uh, Harden's the point guard and we're getting those numbers out of him, uh, out of James Harden and scoring from Kyrie there. Uh, tier below, we got De'Aaron Fox below $8,000 now against your New York Knicks. How do you feel about this? Because Fox is a guy that we paid almost $9,000 for at times this year. 39 fantasy points against Brooklyn the other night. The Knicks, however, though, they pay super slow. Their defense has been pretty solid this year. You know, how are you feeling about Fox in this matchup? When it comes to Fox in particular, I probably stay away because of, like you said, the pace. And when it comes to Darren Fox, he needs that speed. I don't want to get him in a one-on-one situation, which the Knicks will constantly put him in. If you're looking to attack the Knicks despite the slow pace that they play, you still want to go after them. You attack them in the paint because on the perimeter, very staunch team defensively. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um the tier, again, more this point guard is actually a little bit interesting. 
Yaron Fox is 77. John Morant has been playing very well lately. Um, he's $7,200. And then Lonzo Ball has been one of my favorite players to play this season. Um, he's just always priced at this like mid-6K tier. We've seen him go for upwards of 50 fantasy points numerous times this season. And right now, Milwaukee is not playing much defense. Now, we, you know, Drew Holiday continues to be ruled out due to COVID. We don't know if he's going to be back for this game. Or for now, we're just going to assume he's out. If he sits again, I really like Lonzo in this matchup. Yeah, and again, someone that you know that the stats are going to be there, whether or not he's going to be in scoring mode. I mean, the last few games, 20-plus two of the last three. I love that. And he's actually been shooting the ball better, 45% in his last three games at least. So I'm totally fine with paying down for Lonzo Bold and paying up a little bit more for Fox. But someone else can I interest you in in GPPs only? And you may not be interested. He's a little bit more expensive but than I would hope. But what about Michael Carter-Williams? You were looking for the Orlando answer. What about him? He's giving you some of those other stats. You know he'll be in for some boards. The playing time, too. It is Brooklyn. Would you give him any confidence? Yeah, I'd give him a look, especially if we're at in-game stats, right? You know, because we, we do want to go ahead and attack Brooklyn. That's just how we like to play. The fact that he's playing 30 minutes and that he's a, you know, he's for all, you know, he's a four category contributor pretty much, you know, like he gives you some points. He'll give you rebounds, assists, and occasionally a steal or a block there. So uh, MCW at 5k is fine. If Porzingis is ruled out again, Jalen Brunson, the last couple games has been really good. He's only $5,200. Um, you know, he's getting Philadelphia in that matchup. He comes off the bench there. Uh, so I, th- I think there's some potential for that as well. So Alfred Payton is doubtful for this game. Ooh. Derek Rose is $5,700. He had almost 40 fantasy points in 27 minutes against Golden State the other night. Emmanuel quickly is a shooting guard over on FanDuel, but both of those guys, I think, come into play against the Iron Fox defense. Yeah, and I also think that when it comes to Emmanuel quickly moving forward, then you have to remember it's all about Alfred Payton, and he's playing well for the most part for most of these games since Quickly's come on. So with that, with him being doubtful, I think that it's a direct correlation that a lot of that production, and more importantly, the playing time, is going to go quickly. So whereas Rose, I'm still, yes, he's gaining more shots. I'm much more excited about Quickly, though, with Alfred Payton potentially out of this game. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. Quickly, quickly has been amazing when given the additional opportunity. Uh, and then two value plays I just want to throw out you there. Uh, I've been big on Campazo. I'll let you pronounce his first name for me. Uh, I think it's Fasundo, maybe. Uh, We're going to go with that. Yeah, Fasundo Campazo, we'll call it that. Uh, over in Denver, uh, the minutes have been there for him. Uh, even with other guys in, he's played. Now, I understand... You look at his last stat line, you're like three points, three rebounds, six assists, a block and a steal. It's not a pretty stat line, but it got you 21 fantasy points. You know, it's the first time in five games that he didn't give you double-digit scoring, though. So I think there's actually some stability there with him. Uh, and then a James Grande special has actually been DJ Augustine of late. The minutes, 24-32, 27-25, the last four games for DJ Augustine. Uh, only $3,900, so potential some value play there against the Pelicans. If Drew Holiday is out. Correct. Correct. So, 100%. Yeah, it's, you know, the reports are that he's very, very close, so you're going to have to watch that. As for Compazzo, I'm fine with that, but again, 
wouldn't you think instead of going for him for 4,200 with some of the other guards healthy, wouldn't you rather spend up a little bit more and go after a Michael Carter Williams, who you know will at least have the safe floor with minutes? hundred percent. I was just saying that if you were looking for it, say you make the perfect build and you're just stuck with that amount of money, like I'm okay with a Compasso potentially as that filler. Um, right. Cause yeah, they have all their guards back fancy, but they're still without that front court. And because they're without Paul Millsap and Jermichael Green, it's shifting guys up and right. therefore they're, they're forced to still play Compasso the 25 or so minutes because uh, their actual uh, backcourt depth is now being, forced into the lineup. So, um, you know, I, I think there's some safety there, but I agree with you. Ultimately, I'd rather find the money for a Michael Carter-Williams uh, on FanDuel, especially DraftKings. Of course, there's billions of guys of point guard, shooting guard eligibility, and you can figure uh, which way to go in that direction. Uh, shooting guard, I mean, James Harden's always in play, 62 fantasy points the other night. Uh, again, as we mentioned, blowout possibility with Orlando is our real worry. Bradley Beal also at the top. We just saw him the other night, 44 fantasy points. Uh, he's forever in play for me. Again, he had a double-double against Denver uh, the other night. He had a double-double against the Clippers uh, two nights ago as well. So love seeing not just scoring out of Bradley Beal. I know that's kind of uh, got to tickle your fancy there, Fancy. No, I mean, look, I will take it. And I think both the guards for the Washington are in play. I like that very much. I'm also potentially looking at – I was going to ask you about this before. You were asking about Fox. Where do you stand on Halliburton? I know we're talking about high price guys, but kind of linking it back to the Sacramento discussion. Yeah. If you don't like the situation for Fox at his price, I'm guessing we're not going anywhere near Halliburton, just a few dollars down. Yeah, you know, I love Tyrese Halliburton. We, we touted him the other night. You and James talked about him on the stream. I talked about him on XM Radio, and he, and he breaks the slate basically at low ownership, 53 fantasy points. But the matchup was Brooklyn. This matchup is the Knicks, and it's going to be slow. It's it's not going to be great. He had, I say that, against the Knicks earlier this year, 16 points, five rebounds, two assists, four blocks, and two steals. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton in that game against the Knicks. So he did go for 40 fantasy points. Can you count on four blocks from a guard again, though, Fancy? That seems well, a little a little high. The steal total seems real. He's given you seven steals over the last three games. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think, especially at $7,500, that's a price that I want to pay in that matchup when a guy like Terrence the Sauce Ross is right below him against Brooklyn. Right, right. Oh, that's a good one. I like that play very much. What about what about if we're talking some values and stuff like that? What about if we go lower than that? Where do you stand? You were just talking about Campazzo. What about Monte Morris? Yeah, Monty Morris is fine. Um, you know, again, he's getting the minutes. Um, the production's been in the last couple of games. He's $4,700 as a point guard over on uh, FanDuel. I think that we could possibly take a look at Dante DiVincenzo still, assuming 100%. that Drew Holiday is ruled out. I think that's a good play. Um, same thing with Tim Hardaway. If we find out that Porzingis remains to be ruled out, he's $4,800 on FanDuel. Uh, and then quickly, as we talked about, it, quickly really hasn't been in the rotation much of late. But at forty six hundred dollars, if Elf Payton gets ruled out, and if we could see quickly start against Sacramento, uh, I hope so. I'm hoping it's not going to be Austin Rivers. I'm hoping it's going to be Emmanuel quickly. Uh, I'm I'm buying all in at forty six hundred dollars there. I mean, they've been looking for ways to give him more minutes, so I'm definitely into as long as Elf is out of the way. Yep, uh, I I agree with you there. Uh, potentially, if Seth Curry sits. 
Uh, Furkan Korkmaz started, played 28 minutes at 30 fantasy points. So he's a min price. So we'll have to wait and find out the status of Seth. Uh, currently considered probable with an ankle against Dallas, but you never know. We'll see how that ends up playing out. Uh, Fancy, if you look at small forward, where are you going here? There's a lot of good options. We know Kawhi's at the top. Um, anybody stick out to you more than the others? I mean, you and I have had our fair share of disagreements about this guy, but he's a value. What about Michael Porter Jr.? Really only because it's a pace-up spot, and he'll be able to attack the rim with ease. I'm not relying on his jumper in this one. The Wizards don't have the skilled big men to guard to stop him on the drive. I'm feeling good about him at 6K on DraftKings. I, I agree with you. It's the matchup more, really, than his recent performances because sure. uh, he has been rather up and down. Um, but $5,700 on FanDuel is nice. The fact that we've gotten three of the last four games, 27, 29, 28 fantasy points, um, I, I'm buying in. And then, of course, it's the Wizards. So everybody gets a bump uh, there for sure. I'm willing to go back to your guy, R.J. Barrett, here. Now, he let us down tremendously oh, against Golden God. State. Ten rebounds was nice to see. Didn't hit a shot. But at Sacramento, it's a better spot for him. I think there's potential there for a bounce back. No, we we have to attack Sacramento, and he's the guy to do it. We don't want to get too cute with it. We know what the situation is with quickly. So there's not going to be that many guys from the Knicks that you're going to use. I mean, if you want to pay up for Randall, God bless you. Go for it. But besides that, Barrett, I think, is a safe option, and no one's going to be on him. People continue to go after him because of his shot, but you you forget that he does a lot. You got to watch him play to see just how well he takes command of the offense. It's it's incredible to see. But if you just read the stat lines, you're never ever going to see what exactly this guy does on the floor. This guy could absolutely suck. He's staying on the floor, unless they trade him. Mm-hmm. Unless they trade him, they're not trading. <laughs> maybe they. Maybe they will. Maybe they uh, other guy I think we're pointing out is Evan Fournier. Now, I know, again, Detroit the other night did not play well. It's kind of a down game for most of Orlando. Um, you know, it's hard to repeat elite performances back-to-back against the same team. Uh, so, you know, down game there for him. But, again, it's Brooklyn. It's a great matchup. 45 and 43 fancy points against Golden State and Detroit in two of the last three games. I think bounce back for Fournier here. No, I like it too. And, and what's also good about Fournier is he's going to bring up the ball a little bit more. And you're going to be seeing that moving forward, and that's going to keep the assists floor up a little bit. So I like that we don't have to rely on just the scoring from the Mavs we had in the years past. What's your take on Justice Winslow? Um, he's come back now two games. He played 25 minutes uh, against Dallas after playing 21 in his debut. His second night wasn't very good. His first night, it was better. Uh, but this is a guy that we know is part of the core you know, core build for Memphis, if he's going to start working his way back, you know, is there any interest for you um, with Justice Winslow here? I mean, yeah, the price is great and the minutes have been over 20, so he is getting that true rotation commitment. But are we really going to throw him out there against two of the best wings in the game on the same team? That's my one problem with it. As juicy as the price point is, you want to go after it, fine. But he, if he's not scoring consistently – and he's getting held down. They know what this guy could do. I do. Li- I do like that he's taken ten and fourteen shots. Yes. You know, so he's out there chucking. He just hasn't. He's just you know shooting off the rust. You know. Right. No, and I hear that, and that's fine. I just is it smart of though to try to go up against Leonard with him? I mean, 
probably not, but he comes no, off the bench too. It's well, he's he, so he's thirty nine. He's thirty nine on Fanduel. Was he thirty eight on DraftKings? You said yes. Yeah, so he's coming off the bench too. So he may not draw a Leonard guy. You know, you may draw. Again, I mean, Marcus Morris is a good defender too. But like, like, let's be know. real, John. Let's be real. It's been two games. He shot like ass. Yeah, he's not. He's not good. He's he's he went what two for fourteen and one for ten. Yeah, so, like three, three for 14, one for 10. And again, this will be perfect when he gets it together. I just wonder going up against George and Leonard and you look at Memphis, they don't really have too much else you have to worry about. So with that, and I know that they're dealing with some midcourt issues as well. I just, I want to see a little bit more and I just don't want to go chasing him after Leonard, but I could be wrong. He scores 10 points, grabs seven boards. And then I look like the schmuck. No, I, I think it's, I, I think you're right. Uh, to be skeptical, uh, I'll 100% give you that. Um, I'm just, you're I guess, I'm just right eager. Too. You're right, too, John. I'm, eager, I'm, I'm eager for the the good games. I, all right, like I'm waiting. I know the potential he has, I love the volume of shooting, but this probably isn't the right matchup to take that chance on a smaller site. Let, so. let me just let me just tell everybody this now. I'm going to predict the future very quickly. If John Morant goes down. This guy's value is going to go through the roof, and he's going to run the point. Oh, for sure. That's so, why I love. That's why I like him off the bench right now. Honestly, you know, because he has the versatility to do everything. So exactly. So right now, it's not a great situation. But as soon as soon as we see a him getting to that thirty minute mark and b hit, hitting more shots, grabbing a few more boards, we're going to get in on the ground floor. Maybe not on the ground floor. We'll get in on floor number two when he's about forty eight hundred. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, power forward, Giannis is at 11-4. He's the most expensive player on the slate. Uh, he had 67 fantasy points in 29 minutes against Minnesota the other day. His last three games, 72-62-67. Uh, he had back-to-back 70 fantasy point outings last week. And against New Orleans in their most recent meeting, 38-11-5 with two blocks, two steals for 66 fantasy points. He is the reigning MVP for a reason, and he's the best player in fantasy right now. Yes. No, I actually disagree. Maybe in DFS. I was going to say, if you're saying fantasy, I want to put Nikola Jokic out there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's there's a debate to be had. In DFS right now, though, he's outscoring Nikola Jokic. Yes. So. Yes. That I, that I cannot. Actually, on DraftKings, he's not. DraftKings, Jokic, I'm seeing, has more points than him. Points per game. Well, for the season, I'm talking about recent form. Okay. So then I can't argue with you there. Right. Re- but, recently, Giannis has been the best player in fantasy. Right. I thought you just said blanket statement he's been the best player in fantasy. No, I'm talking argue. about recent performances. He's been the best DFS player on the board. True. I don't know if you said recent performances. We'll have to go back in the time machine and rewind for that. That's fine. But, but I'll say this. I don't like the power forward position below pretty much Zion Williamson. <laughs> So that's I feel like that's going to be, at least on DraftKings, that's going to be where I pay up because Giannis is in a great spot. Randall's in a great spot. I like Zion's spot as well. But after that, it's a whole ball of confusion. Tobias Harris, much better when one of the other two and, and Beater Simmons is off the floor. And beyond that, I mean, we chasing Rui Hachimura. I mean, nothing really looks that appetizing for me. No, I agree with you 100%. I don't think that it's um, it's not great on, on FanDuel. It's even worse because there's lack of position eligibility. It's Giannis, Randall, Zion. I like all of them. Harris is fine, too, for me, because if Porzingis sits, 
Uh, it's a better matchup. Klebo was out the other night as well. He's $8,000, though. Like, that's kind of expensive. Right. If Porzingis is active and there's no restrictions on him, $7,800 against Philadelphia, I'd probably have some interest in there for sure. I, uh, I, by the way, John, I have some interest in, and I said this before, I'll say it again, I have some interest in Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Only because you can attack the Knicks in the inside, and he's been playing well lately. He has been playing well. I wish I knew what the Wizards would do. Mo Wagner played 25 minutes the other night. actually looked good. Uh, but his minutes have just been so up and down. It's been hard to predict when he's actually going to be on the floor, when he's going to be off the floor. So well, remember, John, this is also a unique week because they have the super slate. True. That is fair. Um, so that's kind of where I am, honestly. Like, it's I, – I, I largely agree with you. You know, if Porzingis sits out and Kleba's out again, you know, James Johnson played 28 minutes yep. the other night. That could probably be where we go. He's $4,000. He put up 22 fancy points against Boston. So, um, yeah, he could be the value power forward option if Porzingis sits. No, he, he could be. And, man, I would love it even more if somehow, some way, Luca took the night off too because then he runs the point and, boom, all that assist potential goes through the roof. It does. I agree with you 100%. So, yeah, it's power forward is bleak. It's clearly this is where we're going to be spending the money. So uh, we'll need some value at other places. Uh, center, you know, you mentioned Nikola Jokic. He's fine. He hits the Wizards. He went for 57 the other night against Portland. Like, great matchup. He faced the Wizards, and he had 57 fantasy points against them a handful of nights ago. So, smash spot for him. He's 10-8. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and deny uh, any potential for you there. Uh, just below him, you have Joel Embiid against Dallas. This is a spot against Dallas where, offensive, we've been loving attacking this season. Oh, it's simple. It's, they don't have it. And now their biggest guy, who is also not a good defender, has back issues right now. Mm -hmm. Who's going to be able to contain him? Nobody. Under 10K, I know where I'm going. Yeah, what's his DraftKings price? 9900 right, It's 10-4 over on FanDuel. Who is 9900 in FanDuel, though? Nikola Vucevic, and he gets Brooklyn. And he is 10K wow. on DraftKings. So they flipped. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. I, I mean, Vucevic, you know, again... You know, even as a quote-unquote down game, still give you 42 against Detroit the other night. Uh, he's really been rolling again. We love this Brooklyn going up against Brooklyn. So uh, the offense is running through Nikola Vucevic right now. I mean, they have no other option pretty much. I mean, players in and out of the lineup. It almost seemed like Vucevic, who, by the way, took a little bit of a tumble yesterday. Vucevic has been pretty much Mr. Durability for this team. Yeah, after dealing with was it, concussions last year or a couple of years ago, yep. it kind of uh, limited him and broken hand. I think he had to kind of a, some unlucky days there. Uh, right. Attacking the center position with the Knicks. Yep. And Rashawn Holmes is sixty four hundred. He's fifty seven on okay. DraftKings. Same price as Marvin Bagley. So I'm going to tell you all this that I think both of them are in play. Don't stack them though. No, that don't stack him. And even that home still only played 26 minutes the other night. Right. So and he gets of, in foul trouble a lot. So I'd much rather go with Bagley there. But I if, both are in play. If Jeff Green is ruled out again, fancy, we talked about this. DeAndre Jordan now, 31 and 34 minutes in back-to-back -back games for him. He's the only game in town by he default. Is. If Jeff Green sits out again, DeAndre Jordan at 5,800 on FanDuel, I think is a very, very appealing option. Yes, and I know that, by the way, Kevin Durant wants to come back before the All-Star break, but that's still a couple of weeks away, a few weeks away, so we don't know when we'll see him. They have no one else, John, 
So it totally makes sense. It definitely makes Jordan more appealing. All of a sudden, they have to force the ball inside, and 10 and 10 and 2 becomes a very distinct possibility. It really, it really does. Um, are you able to predict when Navika Zubak is going to play 20 minutes? Because I uh, never can. No, if I were coaching the team, he'd be playing 25. Him and Ibaka would be splitting evenly. I agree. He's so good whenever he's on the floor. Getting on the floor tends to be the problem. Yeah, and and I understand that they want to slow play him, but at some point you got to let him loose. At some point you got to let the guy play and give him 25 minutes, a couple games, even back-to-back, see at the, what the conditioning is. He can do it. He can handle it. I would think so. He's an NBA player. I can't see why. I can't understand why. Why is Serge Ibaka still a focal point for this team's defense? I mean, this was this guy was pretty much you know out of stock. It seemed like five years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't really fully understand that one either. To be honest with you, um, Zubac has been phenomenal whenever he gets a playing time. Right. Uh, so that's just that's always the question. I'll be curious to see what the Pelicans run. You know, they're playing tonight. Stephen Adams has missed a lot of time due to injuries. Coming back, he's active. If Adams doesn't play on the second night of a back-to-back, Hernan Gomez is certainly appealing. But I'm curious to see what the rotation split's going to be for Hernan Gomez and Adams tonight. You know, Hernan Gomez has played very well. They were splitting before Adams got And hurt. Right, and, and Hernan Gomez was starting to see around 20 minutes anyways. You know, if we get more of a sp- even split than, you know, Adams getting, you know, 25 to Willie Hernan Gomez is 20, like, I could be interested in some uh, Hernan Gomez here. I mean, for now it's safe, but game flow ultimately is going to determine who's going to be in because if they need the defensive guy, they're not going with Willie Hernan Gomez. He doesn't play a lick of defense. Yeah, that's, that is uh, fair. But, Fancy, there's no other centers, and that kind of wraps up our preview. It's a quick six-gamer. Uh, any final thoughts here before we let everybody go? Yeah, my final thoughts are don't be – I know it's a six-game slate, but don't be too cute. Don't try to hunt for value that isn't there necessarily, meaning that when you're looking at the Clippers team – don't try to be too smart with them. I haven't been able to figure them out all year. And you asked me about Zubox, and that brought up a bunch of bad memories thus far. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Fancy. It's okay. Uh, it's all right. uh, but that wraps it up. Everybody, we'll have a full day of content for you. Uh, playbook, Value Vault, Starting 5, Fast Break, and the live – no, no live stream, unfortunately, actually. Uh, the FSGA baseball draft is cutting in uh, to our live stream time, so we unfortunately will not be able to broadcast – well, that's going on, but that just means more time for you uh, with us in chat. We'll be there to answer your questions. Uh, but for now, we will catch you guys next time.